0: Welcome back to Remember Country Music. This week I we have to hang out with Palmer Anthony, the epitome of Texas red dirt country music. A little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of country. There's nothing better. We talked about his newest single, Meet Me in Texas, with the mega-talented Gracie York. This was a fun one. Palmer Anthony on the RCM Podcast. Coming out to you. what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the member country music podcast as usual i'm your host kyle corbus and uh, today i'm really really excited i get to welcome palmer anthony onto the show and then we're gonna hang out and talk a little bit dude welcome thanks for coming i appreciate you you uh you kick ass so i'm excited just to have you here and just to talk for a little bit so thanks i appreciate it
1: kyle man thank you for having me all the way up there in jersey
0: that's right <laughs> where it's cold as hell where it's cold you know you know what the, what the temperature was this past weekend uh If my friends are listening, so I I drove up to, I went to school in Connecticut. I drove up to Connecticut this past weekend to see some of my friends, that I haven't seen in probably like two years almost. And um, on my way up there, I looked at the weather and it was uh, 12 degrees, um, but it felt like negative three. It's pretty mad. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty mad. It was bad. No, I mean,
1: that windshield gets you, is is that windshield hitting up there, is that what
0: it was? Oh, you know it. You know it.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just from my experience, like, I until last year, I'd never been below like fifteen degrees. I think with my Love. but last year, remember when that whole like uh, storm came through Texas yeah. and like, uh, and, and kind of, Texas wasn't ready, but we were actually my band now. We were in uh, Wyoming at the time, and we got stuck in Wyoming for three days, and because all the, the storm came through, and it, it, it never got above zero uh for for three days so we were we went from negative 22 to zero uh, three days in a row and it was it just it just you just you don't you can't fathom it like it's yeah, insane but,
0: that's horrible and, and the the funny thing is i always feel like it's it gets to a point where the negative three like negative three and five degrees doesn't feel any different like it's just uh, yeah. it's just blistering cold and you're not even gonna know it's just that's it
1: it, it is numb at that point yeah horrible. Yeah. I feel like honestly, once you want to get below like 10 degrees, you can't, there's nothing that changes to me. I just, I'm yeah. like, it, it's miserable the way you look at it.
0: <laughs> That's so. right. That's right. It's funny. I, I, I went to go pack my bag and I was like, well, I always like to bring a pair of sneakers with me just because, and I always like to bring a pair of boots with me. Cause I love I love boots obviously. And I, I looked at the boots that I had in my room. Right. And I have, um, I have a really nice pair of Takovas, Right. I have a really nice pair of like these custom black cherry, just, I don't even, they're not even a brand, like a literally a bootmaker made them and they're black cherry leather. Super nice. Love them. And then yeah. I have a pair of really nice bean boots, like yellow bean boots, right? And I'm like, man, it's going to be really cold. I was like, these are flannel warm. I just, I got to wear them because if not, my toes are going to be breaking off. It's going to be horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I uh, I went with the trusty, uh, with the flannel, uh, with the flannel uh, warm inside uh, the yellow bean boots. And, you know, I'm glad I did because uh-huh. it was bad. It was, bad. It was really bad.
1: I I That's why I stayed on South, brother.
0: honestly i've been i've been telling myself i just need to go down south but but uh one day one day we'll get there but dude thanks for coming to hang with me what what, what's going on what is what is new in your world you put out um you just put out a new song which is um absolutely fantastic and obviously i love it it's called me me in texas and uh the wonderful and incredibly talented gracie york is on that so queen gracie that's right that's right what's going on in your world how is everything all right
1: man it's uh you know it's funny uh i was talking to my band that we were driving uh, to Tennessee. We're in we're in Nashville right now playing a uh, whiskey jam night, one of my favorite places to play, and uh, it's just like it's like a venue. Uh, if you never have you been to whiskey jam? I How, haven't or?
0: been to whiskey jam. Obviously, I know whiskey jam pretty well. But for the people yeah. who don't know whiskey jam, go ahead and explain.
1: Yeah, no, honestly, man, like uh, it's a venue that should hold a hundred people, packing three hundred plus in there. Yeah, and this there's the stage is the size of like. A king size bed, and it's it's just, but it's the f- most fun in uh, in town in Nashville when we come in, and and uh, we're playing that tonight, and uh, I love doing that. And then we're we're, we're on the road right now, a bunch man. We to, we went from, I guess the second week of January in Arkansas, a couple shows in Fayetteville, and Fort Smith, and then last weekend we were out with Pegs in the rooftops in uh, Stillwater, um, Oklahoma, all kind of stuff. And then this week we're with Josh Ward uh, in Missouri. Uh, and actually, I'm doing an acoustic thing with a guy named William Beckman down in Lubbock, which is he's stud man. He's yeah. a talent and a half. But uh, no, just 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 rolling around it. And we actually just found out that have got a, a show with Eli Young Band uh, yeah. in next week. So okay. yeah, that cool do so just just trying to find the pockets to play right now. You know, we're putting out a bunch of music, and you know, I, I just we just recorded some more stuff, and you know, just just trying to any kind of momentum nowadays i feel like you gotta you gotta you know put put the hammer down on that because you, you're gonna be like forgotten really quick if you if you just kind of hang back and let things you know but if i think some people have the problem of like you know i don't know what songs like but like, i feel like our best stuff hasn't come out yet so you know that's why i'm like let's just keep recording keep releasing and you know um yeah that's kind of right right now
0: I think that that's the best way to look at it. Like you, your best stuff hasn't come out yet, and the a really great way to look at it is after you put out that quote unquote best stuff, your best stuff still may not have come out yet. So, so I think that that's that that's always uh, really cool. And th- I don't know if you're a McConaughey fan. I always use this uh, example pretty uh, pretty often. But uh, one time McConaughey said, you know. Uh, who's going to be my hero and it's him 10 years from now and the reason why it's him 10 years from now is because no matter how long and how far he gets in his life he's never going to attain his hero 10 years from now so it'll just keep going like a train And i think the best yeah. way to look at it is say you know my best music's not out yet and then when you do think that 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 or when someone thinks that that's your best stuff then you go put out something better and that's like a, that that's you know the prolong of a career and I think that's really cool. And I love to see you guys you you guys playing with some really cool people, some people I love. Huge Josh Ward fan. Eli Young Band, got the chance to meet them a few years back. Great guys, great guys. Um it's just awesome. So congratulations. It's really cool for you guys. You. I I think that's really cool. Really really cool. Um So let's kind of talk about your, 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 your background, where, where, where you kind of, where you kind of came from, um, why you are sitting here. Um, I know we talked a little bit off recording you, you moved to Nashville, you know, at 19, uh, with plans of being a songwriter and now you have, you know, a good amount of music out under your belt. Um, and some really great stuff and and some things more you know red dirt texas driven i like how in your your uh, instagram bio there it says uh, western roll which i think is uh really cool and it's like a little play i thought of that i
1: appreciate that hey
0: roll with that honestly i've said this before and i think it's gonna happen but instagram bios especially western roll you should make merch that have to do with western roll
1: you know what as soon as you started talking to you know, that last 10 days i was like i need to get sure about that and i was like dude that, that is that's, that's actually true i need to do that i'm telling you
0: do it i i i have i have i have brainstormed merch ideas for people before and i think that this is the next one
1: no i didn't like really realize like i had coined that kind of term uh it was yeah i had coined that term and i was like i yeah i was like man this is kind of cool i mean that is our sound you know yeah like some of our songs have fiddle, but some of our songs like some new stuff coming out. It's like pretty heavy rock stuff. Yeah. So um I mean, yeah, I mean I didn't totally make a shirt like that, but I think
0: but I <laughs>
1: at least it. Some, I hey, it. I else, man that's a yeah no it's a it's been a weird uh not not weird it's been a very blessed uh year for us. Uh we you know I've been doing this for about five years and and um probably I guess about six uh so, I was born in Northern California, where I was raised for majority of my youth, uh, late teens, moved to Texas, um, Lubbock area uh, for just a couple months. And then, um, well, me. I went after growing up in Northern California, I went to college in Southern California for two years.
0: Cool.
1: And I was young for my age. So, I graduated and I was um, just turned 20. And uh, then I came to um, Lubbock for a little bit and then to Nashville. And so, and then went back to Texas. Um, the Fort Worth area uh, mm-hmm. after a couple of years in nashville and so i would say i'm kind of a mutt they kind of bounced around when i was younger from texas california to uh um you know really not i guess nashville is kind of a later thing mm-hmm. but um no nah, man just uh i, I would I, someone was asked me today like oh are you like um redefining your sound i'm like no nah, i just don't think i ever found it you know like mm-hmm. i don't think i ever um found or I, th- I think i'm just it's always a like you said you know 10 years from now like you know but for me, it's always been beating what I did last year, that kind of stuff, you know. And uh, so I need a bunch of random things. But, um, no, it was uh, – we were looking about – my band and I were looking about last year. This time we had like 500 listeners, you know, mm. and we're at 41,000 now. So yeah. and one year, you know, we gained 41 like about 41,000 monthly. And, and as much as those numbers don't matter to me, they matter to, to like, you know, the industry and, and the people. And um, so I guess they do matter to me. That being said, but uh, you know, it's, it's just been a, it's a lot of growth this year uh, for us as a band, getting to play with the bands like you said, like Pegasus the Riptops, Josh Josh Board, Colby uh, Cooper, got a lot of shows with him, and, cool. um, and Corey Kent and the guy he said, um, and seeing those guys how professional and how talented they are just has wanted made, made us want to elevate ourselves, right. and you know we all live in the Fort Worth area, um, and that red dirt Texas scene is you know it's, it's stronger than people think, and, um, and I love Nashville, and the talent that comes from Nashville, I think that my brand, and my passion for music, you know, my favorite artists are like Rhyming Bing, Turnpike Chudors, <laughs> um, you know, that kind of stuff, and that's the kind of music I want to make, that's the kind of music I write around, and listen to, and so, you know, Texas is home, and and that's you know that, that's 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 what we've been chasing this year. Just trying to grow. Just trying to hone, like I said, hone in our sound and play yeah. as many shows as possible. So yeah, I think that's the that's
0: best something. thing is like you'll you your sound is always available to grow. And I like how you said I don't think I found it yet, and um, and and you're starting to find it, which I think is really awesome. And and um, you know it means you're putting the work in. You're 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 looking for. It. You're actively looking for it. And you're being proactive about it. And you're not just kind of doing it cuz it works, you know what i mean? Like you you're willing to do the risks and, and figure out what what works for you. What's your favorite thing about living in Texas? You what well, let's let, let's reiterate. So you grew up in northern California, right? What did you like about moving for well, cuz that's a big move. What when you moved to Texas, what were you like, "Whoa, I I like Texas. Texas is sick." I would always I would love to go to Texas. But what do, what do you love about Texas? It's
1: it's funny, man. It's like so I grew up in a really really small town in northern California and like mm-hmm. No one, everyone, everyone, people think California think of like San Francisco, Los Angeles, that kind of stuff. And
0: yeah. yeah,
1: if you picked up my town and put it in the middle of West Texas, you would not be able to tell the difference. Like, you know, uh, our claim to fame in the town I grew up in, it was called Willits, California, uh, was that there's two things, uh, you know, Sea Biscuit, the horse, <laughs> the, the ranch was like right outside of my town. Uh, cool. And then, and then uh, we had the longest running rodeo in the state of California. So That's- like that was the, that's 5,000 people, you know, no town within 45 minutes any direction. So like, that's, you know, even though it was California, it was, uh, I ain't honestly moving to places like Lubbock and like Nashville and, and Fort Worth. Like that was the big city, you know, for me, yeah. uh, you know, like living in California. And so people sometimes they're like, Oh, like, how'd you, how did you move to California to Texas? I'm like, I went to the, I moved to the suburbs, you know, like in Texas and, um, but I will say this about about Texas is I've never felt more comfortable like as uh, just you know living and and you know it's so much my vibe as far as the the Western feel and Fort Worth especially. I've lived in Austin briefly. Um, Austin's great, little probably too fast for me maybe. And, uh, and don't get me wrong, I like to have a good time, but like I like my good time on the road. I don't want to come home and, and you know like the bars are just open. And I'm just like, no, I need to rest for a couple days. <laughs> and I. Fourth is just it's just a good balance of everything and oh, yeah. uh, there's so much pride in the state and and I love I love wearing it on my shoulder man it, it's it's a that scene is is vibrant and strong and I'm just proud to be a part of it so
0: you know I've never even like coming even close to touching Texas but I've always wanted to go to like forward star guards. I thought that would be sick
1: well <laughs>
0: but I also feel like I stick out <laughs>
1: To bring your party pants. It's a, it's, it'll, it'll get you. It's surprising how good of time you. I have bet,
0: stuff. I bet. And like, it's so funny because like, I feel like I'd stick out like a sore thumb, but like, also, I'd be like, this is awesome and stuff like that. That I think is so cool.
1: You'd be surprised because I mean, uh, TCU is in uh, Fort Worth, and so you get a lot of kids from California, and not my kind of California kids, uh, and you know, Florida, and the the Northeast, um, and there's all kinds of walks of life. There's kind of two areas of Fort Worth that people hang out in like uh, West Seventh Street, which is a little more like a more modern kind of bar scene than the stockyards, man. Like places like uh Cadillacs and uh like uh I mean obviously Billy Bob's is in the stockyards and yeah, those bars, like they're still country and western, man. They're old school and there's you know a lot of two-stepping and and half stepping down there that we do and, and can, it's, can it's you so- two-step? I you know, I can I can half step and two-step. <laughs> and, uh, I'm actually a better half stepper and two stepper, but if anyone tries to tell you that line dancing is a country than two step, and they're not, they're lying to you. All right?
0: so. <laughs> so I can't so. do any of it. I I, I dance like a uh, like you ever see the Wizard of Oz when you were a kid and the Tin Man needs okay. WD four. That's that's what I that's what I look like. That's well, exactly well,
1: what. Like. You're really, you come down. You just you find a Dallas Love Airport. All right, get you a little Southwest you know flight down there. We'll, we'll pick you up and you can crash in my place and we'll take you to the
0: but the dancing, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure yeah, out. You, I love it, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> so let's let's kind of uh, roll into your music here a little bit and uh, c- kind of, um, you know, what, what you got going on. 20 I'm, I'm going to kind of hone in. Uh, you've been putting music out since about 2018 or so. Um, yeah. But, but I'm going to kind of hone in on the last two years, well, I guess year and a month, but 2021 and uh, 2022 here. So, so you have um, uh, Letterman, uh, drink to that really high streams on that. Awesome. And then obviously the new one, uh, Mimi in Texas, Um, these three songs. uh, What was it like when you, uh, when, when you finally decided to put them out? Because, because like you said, you know, someone saying, are you, are you readjusting your sound and you're saying, Oh no, I don't think I found it yet. Was this more of your lane where you said, and I know we talked about, you know, the best stuff may not have even come out yet, and you're still waiting on the, the on the greatest stuff. And you have all this stuff recorded and written and whatever, and and um, you think it might be better than the last batch. But but yeah. to put these three songs out um, is refreshing. Is saying like, oh, here's me, and this is what I want to do, and this is you know uh, kind of who I am, and and here you go.
1: Yeah. No, I mean it's uh, a good question. Uh, to be honest, man, like uh, pretty soon here, Russia gonna be taking down some music. Um, there's some stuff out there that I think was a good representation of where i was at the time mm-hmm. um but i do think of all my favorite artists like i said you know ryan bingham and um turnpike troubadours you guys like park Cole and co Wetzel. all those guys and they all had something in common that their first thing that you hear of them is like their debut album you know and i think that what we've been kind of deciding and gearing towards is that maybe come april or like early may we're gonna say hey here's our best 10 or 11 songs. Here's where we're going to hang our hat for the next year, basically. Um, And there's going to be some songs that come down. There's going to be some songs that are unreleased that are, you know, they're going to come out. And, you know, I really think we're going to put our best 11 or 10 songs out there and say, Hey, if you, you know, this is where, this is our, like, we're going to start in a sense. And I I say start and I've been doing this for, you know, five years. Um, But I, I truly think that like, I get it where I, where I want to go now, my direction. Yeah. um and again like this is again where i'm at right now and you know give me two years i might like, come on, do a whole rock album or do like a, a bluegrass thing you know I don't, I don't know but right now i'm you know it's this you know we love like the slide guitar um which is a rock element but we kind of we, we have like um you know country or or songs but add like the rock elements to it so I, there's some there's a little blend that we've been kind of hitting with the song like maybe in texas and you know we want to kind of create an album and a songwriting style around the, that sound and cool. and uh you know some of the songs that'll come down might come out later you know um i don't want to say which songs will come down because i don't feel i don't hear about it yeah <laughs> but uh, uh no man it's uh i'm really proud of uh we have my, my band has been with me for the last three years the same same group of guys and cool. Cool. we recently have a new a couple new guys but the same kind of core has been there mm-hmm. and uh you know we all our my one of my guitar players is really into rock music mm-hmm. you know and my bass guy loves 90s country
0: yeah yeah you know?
1: and i'm this mix between like 50s like hank williams kind of western stuff but also love you know like pop punk so yeah uh we have this little blend that we think we're finding right now and we want an album to represent that because if you listen to our stuff you know there's different kind of pockets of songs you know yeah. um something's really country and something's really rock and lyrically they don't really in my opinion blend a whole bunch and i think i just want to create a cohesive album and project and and put that out there and hang our hat there for a year and then and get back to it and put more stuff out so well
0: what i think i love about the red dirt scene and that that that, what you just explained about your band dynamic is, is basically exactly what i love about the red dirt scene is that um there's so much like that 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 baseline there is 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 a is a country feel but yeah. there's so much like you love pop punk, you know, you also love, you know, like the old school country stuff and, and, you know, your bass guy loves nineties country and your, your guitar player loves, loves rock music. So like, there's so much there that make up Redder, which I really like a lot. Yeah. Um. And that's why you get all these kind of like, you know, funky, different sounds. And that, I think that 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 is the best representation of music is like, you don't have to stay in one lane. You can kind of bring all this stuff that you love and make it your own thing, which I think is really cool. And that's why I love that. Um, What I think uh, is awesome that you said is when you said that you want to put out your best 10 or 11 songs and, and, and kind of say like, this is who we are and this is what we, what we want to be. And sometimes, and I I have a feeling you're going to agree with me, is that sometimes when I look at an artist, right, and I say, um, this is someone new that I found, not necessarily me fine, but someone said, hey, check this person out, I go ahead and look at them, right? If they have too much, like, let's say they have stuff from like four or five years ago, and it sounds completely different, it's so hard to figure out who they are as a person. So I think that, it's really good that you want to put out a, a smaller catalog of really good stuff that you want to represent you as a person and, and as an sure. artist or right? yeah. as, as a band as well. So I think that, that um that's awesome. I, I think that's a great idea. I mean, it's going to yeah. suck when you pull some stuff down because I have a feeling some of the stuff I like, you might, have, you might end up pulling down, but I mean, I think the new stuff is fantastic too. And I, I think it's really good to kind of put up that, that smaller catalog of, of, of songs so that people can say, Oh, who's Palmer? 10, 10, 11 songs. You can figure out exactly who it is from song one to song eleven.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, uh, like you said about texting, like my guys, you know, we're all forward based. Um, yeah. like we, the songs that you hear, we we write as a band. You know, yeah. uh, even though it's Palmer, Anthony, or whatever, like, uh, drink to that. I wrote my bass player Brady. Yeah. Um, uh, we have a song called Call Me the Captain that we wrote recently with my guitar player. So like, uh, Nick, Nick Collins is his name, but um, you know, for me, it's it's like we want like our live show to be an extension of our album and um or whatever project we put out in most recent time and you know there's some sounds that i think when i first was like put on music that we don't like really recreate live and i don't want that necessarily to take away from like our live show people like come like hey i was waiting for you to do this song this way yeah you know and i think uh because you have had the opportunity to tour a bunch recently and open up these acts i'm like these guys sound just like the record you know and i like, we're not going to ever be a band that uses tracks. And I, I, that's just because that's – we just enjoy the live sound and we enjoy messing up sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, and, and for me, I don't want to put out music that I can't recreate live, you know? And I want, like, the live show to – people be like, man. I want people, like, to listen to our music and then come kind of to our live show and make them even more a fan, you know, Yeah. yeah. Uh, rather than the opposite. So, you know, there's some songs I'm like, we don't even play it live. You know, why would we uh, – have it as a, as a representation of us if we're not playing a lot, you know? Yeah. And, and so that's kind of where I, I stand on that. And there's some, trust me, there's some songs that my mom is going to be mad at take down, you know? Uh, but. I bet. Uh, oh, dude, she, she likes the sad ones, obviously, but um, you know, the, the sad sweet ones. Um, but man, I'm just, you know, I think that we all really have a common goal, you know, right now. And, and uh, are just hoping that the, um, the two places where you're going to hang our hat is going to be our songwriting and our album oh, and yeah. our life shows, so those two places where if you want to look at us, like either come to a show or check out some new stuff coming out. So that's what i would cool. say. That. And that,
0: but. cool. I love it. I think that don't dog the uh, the sad sweet song. So I'm a sucker for a sad song. I think everyone. Oh, I don't. I don't True. even believe that you're not either. I think you are too. Oh,
1: yeah, and that's, that's another funny thing too. Is like um, drink to that. Like you were saying earlier, is my biggest song. Yeah, you know, and that one's do that is like. The little engine that could, dude. We had we had no idea that I was coming. We were putting out drink to that, so we could put out Letterman. That was like <laughs> the goal. It was like, because we had, I hadn't put out music in like a year.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Now I was like, okay, I'm gonna put out drink to that, see if I can get people to listen, in order for them to eventually come back to Letterman when I put it out. So drink to that was released to get people to get their attention again.
0: Right.
1: It wasn't put out to be my biggest song. That's <laughs> but,
0: but it's it, a great it, song. It's a great song. It's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, oh. I mean, if you if you have if you have exes you don't like, we always say it, we end we end our show with it, and you know we always say you want to give your ex one of these, like you know, <laughs> and so uh, people yeah.
0: love that.
1: There's a, there's a lot of people in the crowd who want to you know give their ex one of those.
0: That's right. We, we, there's a lot of people have exes they don't like. I know I got them. So you know you know you might uh, Yeah, so, you're
1: right. it's almost been like a like a like a breakup anthem in a fun way that we like to play, and we we're in we we're in Stillwater, Oklahoma on the Saturday, and there was. You know, it was 40 people who knew the song, you know, so, man, it, that's, that again, that was the little engine that could for that that's one.
0: Phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. What's your favorite song to play live? It could be a cover. It could be all your stuff, you know, Well if you had to pick a, a favorite song where where you look at a set list and you know it's coming up and you just kind of get excited because, you know, you, whether it be like the opening of a guitar lick or something, it's got, there's a,
1: I mean, it, I think it changes monthly. Yeah. Um But. I would have used to say that Remember Us was my favorite song to play uh, because that was the only, that, that got all the way up to top 40 Texas radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the only one people knew at first, uh, earlier last year. And uh, then Drink to That, then became the favorite song because then, you know, when we were playing venues for the second time or so, people knew that song. I remember I was in Columbia, Missouri, opening up Pecos and the tops one time. Mm-hmm. And there's one dude in the front row and he knew every single word, and I—we you know, <laughs> had never been there before, Columbia, and and it was just—I was like, this guy is awesome. Like what kind he, of feeling he, he, that
0: must be that oh, must be it, the greatest feeling.
1: It was, man. And um, Brady, my bass player, and I we were sitting there, just like, like, just like, this is crazy, man. Some kid, you know, in Columbia, Missouri, knows every word that we wrote in our apartment forward, you know. <laughs> so, um, but I will say now, there's a new song that we have coming out. Uh, I, I put it on my Instagram. Story a while back, I think it's one of my highlights still, but it's called "Between You and Me," cool. and we turned that thing into like a straight rock thing, and it's cool, dude. So I love it. Uh, it's called "Between You and Me," and that one is probably the next song out. So
0: cool, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Are you are you planning on uh on on kind of doing like a uh, a, uh how, like what is your timeline for all these songs? You want to do like you know. I know some people do like one one a month for five months or whatever it is, or one or some people yeah. even know one a week. That's that's a little bit of a stretch, but you know, there they're there are ways to do it, but how do you want to do it?
1: I think we're gonna put out another uh we, I think what works best for us is about eight weeks. Yeah that song. Mm-hmm. Um so we're gonna ride with Meme in Texas for a little while, um, which has been it it did a whole lot better drink that did off the bat. So um that's been a great song for us already.
0: How many weeks have been out for already?
1: Nine days, so not even two weeks.
0: Nine days, you know how many streams that has already on the Spotify one?
1: I looked like a couple days ago, but I don't know, it's out right now. I think, oh, it's,
0: I know it's 33,291 yeah, just yeah. on Spotify in nine days, dude. Nine days,
1: yeah. I mean, that that's it's it's pretty absurd to me, honestly. But
0: uh, 33,000 times that song has been listened,
1: yeah. and it's funny because that song was written four years ago, wow, and I that song was in our set the whole time. We'd always played it. Um, and I had this idea because I'd, I'd heard Gracie sing a couple times. And I was thinking, I was like, man, she's super talented. Oh, good. I have to pay this girl to be on this <laughs> song. And she is just the sweetest thing. And she just did it because I think she liked the song. And, and we'd been, become friends. And um, she absolutely killed it, recorded it in Tyler, Texas. So oh. it's it it's a Texas song through and through, man. And, uh, we're both really proud of it. And, um, you know, we hope we highlighted parts of the state that we really enjoy and, and, and got people, you know, that whole idea came from, I think I was on the East coast at the time. I only I. the, this is a, the only part about the song isn't true, but, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, but I wasn't in Carolina or the song, I believe I was in Tennessee. So, but I said, you know, that Carolina moon, cause I was trying to get the California thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it was the idea that you missed someone out in out west or, or wherever and in the the middle grounds, people said meet me in the middle and things and it was meet me in Texas. So that's what we awesome. did that one. But um yeah, man, I mean, I mean, I don't know, like I just I think about uh eight weeks from we'll put out that new song and nice. um that's kind of the model that's so been working for us. And uh Corey Kent was the guy who kind of gave me that idea.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and that man, he I was like, man, why are you putting out six singles? He's like She's like look at the
0: numbers i was like yeah, you're right <laughs> Dude, think about it now because you put out this song right and like you know you know it got it got some nice traction behind it obviously right before you put it out and, and whatever else but but you put out this song and now what's the next thing people are greedy that is the one thing that, that everyone knows about this business that people are yeah. so greedy they want one then they want they want the next stuff if you look at yeah. like people i always do this when i look in like um when I look at like Twitter replies or Instagram comments or TikTok comments, whatever it might be for a song, right? That may have been out for a few weeks or a month or so. It's always, when are you putting more music out? And I'm just like, they yeah. just put music out. People are so greedy about it, but it works. It makes sense.
1: There, there's guys like uh, Muscadine Bloodline who have yeah. put out, you know, hundreds of songs, you know, yeah. um, anything from work tapes to demos to mm-hmm. acoustic stuff. And, and, uh, Man, I'm a huge fan of those guys, for one. Yeah. Um, but their model of doing things independently, for one, uh, being true to who they are, they—it seems like they just write and write and write, and they're just like, they you did. know, want to get at it, it the world. And so I, I respect that. And man, I try to write two or three songs uh, a week, you know, just full songs. And and uh, I'm not big on uh, trying to like if I I'm forcing it, you know. There's times when I won't write a song for like a month that sounds weird, but then I'll write 10 in a week. So,
0: right. It's all about inspiration. Like, like, why are you going to write the way I see It's like, why are you going to write a song that, you know, at the end of the day might come out kind of not the way you want it to come out, but you wrote a song. It,
1: I can't no. do that, man. And, uh, and it sounds funny. I'm, I'm not a great, I would hate to co-write with me because I'm, I'm fidgety and I, and I I move around a whole lot and can't sit still. And, and, um, uh, but it sounds funny, but like there's a couple of people I'll ride with that. It's 2 a.m. and we're sitting there like, what are I song? And like that, sometimes that's how it happens, or you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and so that's, I'm a sometimes little, sometimes those
0: are, those are some of the best songs, right? The ones that just oh, yeah. come out at random times.
1: Yeah. I think, I think I wrote Letterman in like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Wow. I, I uh, yeah. And it was, it was one of those things where, and this is was, was a funny story, I was literally listening to a Mac Miller at the time mm-hmm. and that, yeah, you know, song Knock Knock. Yep. It's like one, two, three, four. And it's like, let them in. Let them in. He's saying let let them in. Yeah. So I was like, I'm like Letterman. in. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I just like got stuck in my head, and I was like, How many ways can you spin? See, this is in? why I
0: yeah. love. This is why I love country music and Texas country red dirt music because there's so many different poles. Like, let's be real. Like, not everyone sits there and listens to George Stray and Alan Jackson all day and comes up with songs. It's just not realistic. It is not realistic to think that people do that. I love Mac Miller. I think Mac Miller is great. You know yeah. I mean I wouldn't say I listen to Mac Miller every day or you know every every you know I definitely have a genre that I listen to the most but it's all yeah. inspiration per song. I think it's really cool to hear when when, when someone says yeah like this song came from here. I someone tell me they wrote a song because they listen to Bruno Mars. Like yeah. stuff like that is so cool. Yeah. So cool. And that's why I like to do these things. That's yeah. you know stories. And like I
1: would say like uh production is always the funniest the hardest thing for me to come across I think uh because sometimes have the song and i don't want the production to take away from it i don't know which direction i want to go and sometimes it just hits on my phone you know yeah um uh, but i will say like there's there's been a couple albums that have really shaped because i was sometimes people ask like oh who your inspirations are, you know mm-hmm. um to me it's at certain albums um yeah. and maybe even a couple songs uh uh the first album that i heard that made me think i wanted like do this was uh Riser, Dirk Spentley.
0: Wow, nice. And then the, the
1: first Yeah, I was old. And, and then soon after I heard uh uh the first Casey Muscab album, uh oh uh, different part Yes. And I heard that and that was like uh and it, the and for me the melodies of that album and how she was still able to be super detailed, yeah, with like the impressive that was those two albums were the first two for me to be like. Wow, I wanna I wanna attempt to do this. And then the an album that really changed things for me as a songwriter was um uh was Mescalito by Ryan Bingham. That's cool. Um uh, then I, I just I I think mean, I listened to that thing 30 times. I'm a, well. I'm a
0: huge Ryan Bingham fan. I love that. um
1: Um and since then I've got really kind of dove into all of his stuff and then uh someone said this one time I thought it was really cool. If you like an artist and if you want to like, I, you know, first I was a fan of, I had the fr- earlier stuff I heard about Texas Country going up, uh, I was like Park McCollum in a sense, because he was just trendy when I was like in high school and like, you yeah. know, college, or, and then someone's like, okay, who is their, fa- who are they a fan of, you know, and they were a fan of Ryan Bingham, so I was like, okay, well, who's Ryan Bingham a fan of? And guy's like Guy Clark, mm-hmm. you know, so now I dove into like guy, guy Clark stuff, and then Towns Van Zandt, and like, wow, I love it, and a lot of the Texas songwriters that have 100,000, 150,000 month listeners, who have these incredible, incredible songs that, you know, uh, guys like Chris Knight, you know, and the rawness and their songwriting just became a lot more appealing to me at 22, 23, where I was kind of starting to a little more find out where I want to go lyrically.
0: Right.
1: You know, that is, doesn't take away from the fact that I still love, you know, like, just country music in general. So I'm not, I'm just trying to find that blend, you know, how do I, how do I tie in the, the songwriting that I love? Um, but you know, I have, I do have dreams to play the Ryman and and to, Grand Ole Opry and country radio even at some point and um so I don't think I'm playing the game in a sense but you're
0: you playing know, okay. the game your way,
1: right? That's and that's and you know and maybe it doesn't work you know uh and that, that's okay I'd, I'd rather I'd rather not work on my terms than, you know me fail because I chase something that wasn't you know my you know true artistry
0: so right right and, and and that's that's probably the most important thing that's what i say all the time it's like you know even even just like in life terms like live life and live it your way and don't like you know not not every footprint's going to be the same so like yeah. if you go like let's use like randall king for example right yeah. randall yeah. king is texas it gets and he's going to make his Grand opera debut yeah. randall king is huge and yeah. he's been huge like yeah. there's and he's just now tipping in but that was his path like yeah. that was the way he wanted to do it. Your way might be a little bit different. You know, and you like,
1: look at like another guy that may think of that is Cody Johnson.
0: Yeah. He was, there
1: you go. he was nominated for New Artist of the Year. And he been, he already had like five albums out. And you're like, you're like, come on, man. Like, you know. That's that's
0: <laughs> the thing. That's what I find hilarious. Cause like did you watch Deer Rodeo, the documentary? Oh yeah, I did. So yeah. so what's funny is yeah, and I don't think that you would expect this at all, but Dear Rodeo made its way up here to Jersey. It was in one theater wow. by my house, like five minutes from my house, and there was it was on um, that one time and i i didn't know if it was, well now it's like i streaming but i didn't know if it was going to be like that so i was like you know what i want to see it right it's been whatever it was and it was me my one of my best friends um and then two people like in the front row who had to be like in their 70s and that was the only we were the only four people in this giant theater right and well, i like, respect man, you
1: for going that by the way i respect you for of her, course her, for i have I on so maybe yeah. Hell,
0: hell yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, absolutely. So I go, right? And and I because I I mean I love Kojo and I've loved Kojo for a long time, right? And like you watch this documentary, but I also am, am not I'm not ashamed to say this. I didn't realize the the um magnitude that he had um in Texas prior to me listening to him. Like I've been listening to him for a few years or so, right? Um, well before he became um everybody's you know favorite cowboy and and but the the independent scene that he just absolutely exploded on is unbelievable to think about like yeah really? they're now saying you know, he's like the new art new artist of the year right and it's funny because like you have him on like all these different radio stations everyone's like cody johnson like blah 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 blah. cody johnson is better than half the things that you hear on the radio and that's 100 no. percent a fact 100 a fact yeah. um but you're you're totally right you are totally right if you do it your way and there is success there muscadine is a good example too i know you mentioned them too they're good i mean like
1: this is kind of right sorry pay back on that like you look at like the band we opened for this past week pace the rooftops you know they're not on text radio they don't have or sorry they're not on national radio they don't have a deal, um and they just sold 1400 tickets in stillwater oklahoma so i know there's acts that have number one singles i can't do that you know Mm -hmm. and that's not like knocking anyone it's just saying there's there's no there's no way you have to do it you know yeah. and i think that's what i didn't get for a while um uh, even out the national at the time like i thought there was one way to do it you had to work your way up system you had to swim through all the talent around you you know and i was writing towards something i wasn't writing what i wanted to write i think at the time um and you know there's like you said there's no like textbook no. um it's a lot of way in it. <laughs> so.
0: That's that's what it is. That is entirely what it is. Anything that you do, if you are someone who is inspire, aspire, who is aspiring to be a songwriter an artist, anything, I'll even sit here and say if you're someone who wants to be in the music industry in some aspect, it is all kind of about winging it. There's no way to go about it. Yeah. You have to do it your way. The way I started this may be different from the way someone else started something else. You know what I mean? You know, Absolutely. I... You know, I did this on a crapshoot. So did a lot of other people. You don't know if there's going to be success, but as long as you work hard and do it your way, it will pan out. That is a fact. Um, And that might measure differently for me than it does to you. You know, for you, it might be, you know, I want this amount of streams. I just kind of, I want to do this you know on on my level and you know I might not be the biggest superstar in the world but I make a living doing it and that might be important to you that and for some people they want to be you know like the next Cody Johnson who sells out arenas and things like that but some people don't want to be that way so that's 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 what I mean along the lines of do it your way that's it that's all I'm getting
1: I I think goals change too um and I got a couple like concrete ones you know I want to eventually be able to provide for a family I want to um, I want my band to get paid. I want my band to be able to provide for family. Um, you know, I want to play places like the Ryman and the Grand Ole Opry. Um, beyond that, I don't have a whole lot of, I need 10 number one singles. You know, like for me, it's if I can make a living with the songs that I want to write and the, and the music I want put out with the guys that I want to do it with, then that's all I definitely really care about, I
0: think. That's it. That's it. Palmer, man, that is a, um, I think that's a great way for us to, to close it out because you are one hell of a dude. And I think that you will absolutely uh, do everything that you want to do and that you aspire to do because uh, your music's fantastic. You're a great guy. And, um, you know, you got you got that that tunnel vision. And I like that. So um, Kyle, your own way, do it your own way, uh, do your thing and, and put out some kick ass stuff. Thank you for coming to hang out. I appreciate it. dude. Kyle,
1: man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Come on down to Texas and see me, brother.
0: Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Everybody, this is another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. Uh, you can go uh, uh, check out Palmer's Music wherever you listen to music, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to it. Go, go stream it. Go share it. Go love it. Do all the great things. His new song, uh, Mimi in Texas, Gracie York, is out now. Go share it with your friends. Go share it with this guy walking down the street. I'm telling you, it helps everyone out. And um, go check him out on all social medias. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at palmeranthony underscore. Um, like I said, go check him out. Go go, go follow him. Go, go show them the love. Go like all his stuff. Do all the great things. This is another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. You remember to rate, subscribe. with us five stars. You love the episode. And follow us on Instagram at rcm underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. As usual, I'm Kyle Corbless. That's Palmer Anthony. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Mm-hmm.